we're gonna like this is the first time we've ever done this so kind of cool all together yeah all together so this is my very first podcast ever and i just want to say it's an honor to be here oh uh, you you're gonna be like I mean, three people more famous after this. <laughs> i mean way to bring in the end of the year ashley that's just so polite that's yeah that's me Betty White dies and Ashley shows up on the internet. So you know, yeah. pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's, one that's for one, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it took Betty White to die to get her here. So, you know. It needed to be something epic. That's <laughs> Betty. That is epic. And John Madden. Rest in peace. Yeah. That's a big one. How would you feel with that one? Oh, man. I mean... He was a legend. I mean, he, he had a great life, and you know, he, hopefully, he died peacefully. And I mean, his name continues on, and you know, the video games and just all, was, the and all that stuff. He was probably commentating his own death. <laughs> and I was like, boom! And I met God, and it was great. <laughs> so I made a video. Here I go. I'm about to die. Boom! <laughs> See right here where I circle. He actually does. Wear sandals without galoshes on it, and he have a whitish, grayish beard. So you see, it's fine. And he's not white. And one thing to know, he's black. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we don't have any like organization to this podcast, but basically, I think the the gist of it is we're all. Exmos, but we're all family members, and we're all celebrating the New Year's. And if there, if we were ever out of things to talk about, we could talk about the memories of the '90s, or maybe our favorite movies of the year, or video games, or any other interest that were awesome this year. Tetris, still my favorite game. Heck yeah, I love Tetris. I still got to go with Super Mario Three. Mm. Not two, three. Three was three was dope. But uh, all right, how about why don't we do some uh, introductions now that we're ten minutes into this podcast? <laughs> all right, let's let's start with uh, the eldest, which would be Mister Sky Sky. He he is returning for his third or fourth podcast, and I am uh, in gratitude for uh, returning. I- I need you to make sure you introduce yourself with the word DILF, Skyler. Yes, I uh, I used to smoke DILF on a regular basis <laughs> until I uh, realized what I was doing in my life. And, uh, you know, I just threw it away, sort of turned it away, married your your sister. And uh, that's that's how I, you know, came part of the family. So just happy to be here again. Number three. Uh Thanks for having me, Kelly. This is an amazing podcast. Uh, I hope you share some of the proceeds with me one day. Dude, I have, I I have $8 of ad revenue saved up. I'm just yeah, ready yeah, to do that's, that's like two Big Macs, man. Damn it, dude. Take us to Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And next on the list, making her debut. That would be my sister, my the eldest sibling. That would be Ashley. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I really am excited to do this. Does this count as the podcast we talked about maybe doing? I thought I was gonna get my very own. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're I think you're still gonna get your own. I mean, 
Okay. Who yeah. makes the rules anyway? Seriously, let's just have fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I meant yeah. to do one with you earlier, and then I got distracted with how shitty the Seahawks play football, uh-huh. and I got sad. Also, um, I'm forgetful and lazy, so there's that too. Yeah, I've been really busy doing nothing for two weeks, so it's okay. <laughs> Dude, I've been locked at home for like a week now because we've been snowed out, no work, plus holidays. Crazy. It, it's uh, 70 degrees here in Nashville, so. Wow. That's wild. Dude, it's like 20 degrees right now. Like, we have like an inch of ice on the road right now. It's crazy. Yikes. Dang. Okay, all right, and then... I don't know who's older, Chrisan or Chase. Who, who's I, older? I don't. I don't get to claim Chrisan as a cougar, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> neither can Skyler, so that's cool. That's cool. Common. <laughs> that is neat. So Chase returning from. Uh, let's see, is this your second one? Because you did the car yeah. one yeah. first. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Welcome back. Um, yeah, any, anything uh, happened to you since the car podcast? Did you buy? I a think car? the only thing memorable and notable in my entire life is that I ripped a Harry Potter book in half, and that's everybody. That's anything anybody needs to know about me. That was epic. More epic things happened, but I don't think we're going to discuss that here. There's at least two mystery, curious <laughs> things, but uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe here, let me write that down so I don't forget. There's a lot of mysteries in my life I'm still trying to decode. I've reached out to Tom Hanks and Da Vinci, and we're still working on it together. And think. All right. So next, uh, Chrisanne. Welcome, welcome. Hello. I hear this podcast as well. Apparently, you're the baby of the, of the podcast world. So welcome, welcome. How yeah, you doing? Yeah, weird. I'm a baby at 30. Just turned 30 oh, this yeah. year. Um, <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody turns an age every year. Shush. <laughs> Anyways, no. I married this guy over here. Uh, Sorry about that. Ago. I apologize. It's a mystery. Just, it, it really know, is. Right? We're all confused still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he hit an absolute grand slam. We're like, whoa, Chase. All right. Wait Whatever. <laughs> grand slam? Huh. I, uh, <laughs> Thanks for Chris. I took oh, away from okay. the Mormon church this this year, and it's been fun Uh-oh. ever since, huh? <laughs> Trying new things. Uh, new life in our marriage. Dropping yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then let's let's just let's just start with with the elephant in the room. Then, so yeah. You, so basically, the whole preface to all this was, I left the church on my mission like 15, 16 years ago. And I was the black sheep of the family my whole life, but I was the only non-Mormon for how long ago did you, did, uh, you guys leave the church, uh, Ashley and Skylar? It's like four years ago, three years ago, two years ago? Um, three for me. Pre, ten, Pre-COVID. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. Four. Yeah. But, it, but it's been out, out, like kids, family, like your whole family, three years, basically. Almost. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two and a half, three years old. That was big news. And then um and then Chase and Chrisanne, they left this summer. 
So like four, four or five months ago, that was big news as well. Uh, so now it's like majority of the family is out, which is pretty wild. Right. But let's let's, trans- let's transition back to um, so that's that's kind of the preface of the elephant in the room. But let's let's preface back to Ashley and Skyler. Um, you know, other than you know the reasons why you left, how was it? when you guys left together and the whole dynamic of the marriage and the family and the, and the daily lifestyles, and you guys can both pick a part out of, you know, take as long as you want. Well, um, I just, I think for me, I was so shocked how long Skylar was patiently waiting, <laughs> you know, eight years is a long time to Damn. try talk about something really important and something he wanted to believe in but didn't and so going through that process with him was like all consuming it's all we talked about all the time there's tons of information to read and listen to and um I really felt like his um commitment to me that he he'd stick it out for that long yeah that is cool yeah you are, you are worth it though but that, i mean it's cool seeing that firsthand <clears throat> Thank you. yeah for sure that's made me really emotional quite a few times that he was like okay this is a bunch of bs but i will love her and support her and the kids and all that and then when i was like oh man it's not what i thought it was it was really exciting. Okay. Okay. So stop right there. What, what was it for you that was like, it's not, if you can explain that in like a minute, what was it that man, this is not what I thought it was. Um, well, being in primary and doing sharing time and spewing the first vision story. I wasn't okay with that. I, I just was like, here I am propagating more lives this is what church <laughs> yeah wants. That, that is weird you yeah. have a conscience all right cool nice yeah that's what it comes down to i think yeah right? i didn't know better really before that so sure, why not so i give myself grace but then when i did know better but i continued to share the whitewash story i i was like i am i'm not okay with that anymore cool I, okay. I mean traditions die hard it's not like you're guilty or anything it's just you're just part of that society yeah yeah this is not my fault yeah right okay all right so it was it was a big change you felt loved it was a a lot of patience on Skylar's part what did it ever get annoying on your part Ashley like why is he so passionate about this or why is this topic still or was it just kind of a slowly eroding of beliefs and over time or how, how it, before you actually transitioned over whatever the technical term is, how, how was that feeling? Well, I, when he first told me that he didn't believe it was true anymore, but he would keep going. I was terrified, shocked, hurt that he like came up with that decision on his own without talking to me but i really wasn't receptive to him talking about it so that was a hold on that was like in 2012 that was, that was yeah. like two years oh wow try to talk to her about it yeah you know i had tried multiple times um so i brought up like the the islands of Camora 
and the capital of Moroni. Like one night when we were with Kyla reading her book and playing with the globe, I, I just spun it over and I said, hey, look at this. Isn't that crazy? And she just like, uh, what is that? Interesting. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've just been learning about it. It's, uh, you know, this island chain off of Madagascar. And I didn't what even do you know think? how to process that. And like, she's like, uh, that must just be you know, part of the Book of Mormon. This proves the Book of Mormon. I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I tried a couple other things with polygamy and... I just wasn't ready. Nope, none of that went well. And so I, again, I didn't talk about it. And then a couple, maybe a year later, I said, you know, I don't believe any of this is true, but I'm going to keep going for you guys because I know that it'll end us. That's so and hard. Good that went on for another five yeah. years and then I didn't yeah. anymore. Jeez, did, it, did you feel like uh, high stakes or anything like that? Or it was just like, no, nah, this, this is all secondary. Just the relationship with Ashley is more important than all that. Or how, how, um, how, what was your thought process? How serious was this to you? The, the church or what? Well, the, yeah. The, yeah. Well, the relationship with Ashley pertaining to the church, like, was it the number one priority public enemy number one? Or was it just like, eh, she's cool and we'll just, we'll get through this. Or were you afraid you were going to lose her or, or what was that? I mean, yeah, for sure. I, I was worried about that. I thought if, if I were to totally leave, I would, I don't know. Back then I was worried about it. It became more, became an all option later on that I don't, I didn't think she would leave me. And so that's kind of where I, I just couldn't do it anymore for my own sanity. I couldn't take another second of it. And well, so the, the alternative that you're, you're, that's promoted to you your entire life is like, look, it's, there's no mixed relationships. It's right in or out and yep. there's no other alternatives. So right. I can yeah. see the fear behind that. Sure. Yeah. Must be pure. <laughs> but okay. you know, that, there wasn't any, like there was no CES letter I could point her to. Right. There was none of that. There was just me and my own or even the reading. God. The God makers. Right. Right. You get this super like, nasty vitriol that people create to share and so it just takes so much effort to read and do all the studying and all the research it took me you know months to years to really arrive at that 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 answer and so anyway here we are okay all right so a little bit scary for for both people on both sides but over time and the commitment to each other it worked out right Okay. All right. Well, how about uh, Chase and Chrisanne? How did that all go? Like, were you just like, ah, oh, this is boring, or was it was it a little <laughs> bit deeper than? Well, church, church was always boring. Yeah. Church was always boring. So Chase was always like the passive one, always a little bit more gun ho, because like Chase would go to McDonald's during priesthood nice. and not tell me. That opened the window, so you're out the car. And I'm like, I can smell McDonald's. <laughs> but that what was, are you doing? That was after a couple years of marriage. But yeah, that was after a couple years of marriage. But I was like, <laughs> what the heck? So sometimes I'd like take the keys from him so that he couldn't leave, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome. Just staying at church. You will be a good boy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... The monster that lives in the second bedroom is where it changed. Yeah, after Audrey was born two years ago, I don't know. I was just like, I'm just not really feeling it, church. It's not like. So the priority shifted. Like, 
what what can I do to make you know uh, Midge's life super happy? And yes. you felt like the church was getting in the way of that. Um, I think it was more like for me a personal thing because I was dealing with like anxiety and depression postpartum, and it was like mm-hmm. I was doing all of the church things that you are supposed to do. You know, like read your scriptures, say your prayers, go to the temple. And, you know, nothing was really helping. Um, there was no eureka moment of, oh, if I just do these things like yeah. I'm told to, it'll bring enlightenment or right, Jesus, exactly. Jesus happy tears or whatever. And it was just like exhausting <clears throat> me more. So that happened so, and then Corona. And mm-hmm. then we just pretty much never <laughs> listened in on church pretty much like. Especially after. That's right. Yeah, this is during COVID, huh? So that kind of, you know, put us even more further away from the church. So, so Chase was already disenchanted, is is from what I can see, and then you became overwhelmed. He was good. (laughs) I think. I think what it was is there was a a moment of passiveness between us. It was just kind of there was just momentum. You were doing what you were doing because it was what you had always done. When the paradigm shift came, when Chrisanne was like, hey, I've got some questions about this, I almost started you never, hey, you never raised any questions? It was Chrisanne raised the questions first? Well, I, I had probably, I, I know I had questions growing up and even on my mission, whatever, that weren't ever fully vetted or answered. And But I also never did the due diligence. I was like, you know what? Things are going well. Let's just leave it where it is. It's fine. Yeah. But it wasn't until Chrisanne was like, hey, I've got some questions about this. And I almost started kind of like, oh, maybe I need to like reinvent myself or rebuild my testimony here because, no, this is important. This is how we were raised. This is how we were married, et cetera, like I need et cetera. To like, down and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we almost kind of like double backed and like, hey, make sure you're looking at this resource and this right. resource and this resource. And because, then <clears> because when I was reading like the CES letter and I was listening to Mormon stories, I was like, this makes sense. Like, I can't continue to stop critically thinking about this. Yeah. What, is, what, what I mean? is the CES letter? <laughs> it... <laughs> hey, okay. Can, give me, give me. The... What was that laugh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. So back to uh, what we were talking about, Chrisanne and Chase leaving. Yeah. You were the, asking what the CES what the letter was. Yeah, but what, in, what, in what context? Like, what, what were we talking about before uh, that? It's how it, it kind of began our journey. Okay, okay. Down so yeah, Chrisanne, Chrisanne brought up that she asked questions first. You were kind of... I was kind of defending. COVID. Kind of defending. Uh, Okay. And then I was uh, kind of oh. like, I can take it or leave it at one point. And then at another point, I was like, I really actually need to go and figure this out. I need to okay. go and, and <laughs> view the full story. And so and what, what is the CES letter? I think it's a I think it's a gateway to beginning to question things that you had never heard before. It's a nice summary of points and topics of big questions that are important to address that are not addressed in your upbringing, because what you're told during your upbringing is a lot of whitewash, soft ended types of topics, points, whatever it may be. And this kind of asks the other side. And there's a lot of data and history and documents that point that support this other side too. Um, And so 
<clears throat> so this for is us popular. To... What's that? The CES letter. That's a popular thing, then. Uh, yeah, yeah, very popular. It's been what a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, stand for for a lot of people. A th- church education church system, education I think. System. So the the so it came from Jeremy Runnels. He was the author. He was kind of going through the same thing with. He stumbled on an article about how people were leaving the church due to church history, and so he started reading about church history, and um, he started capturing some of his notes, and so things range from polygamy to. Blacks uh, and the priesthood, Mormon translations to priesthood restoration, all the big ones, all the stories, first vision, multiple accounts, you know, on and on and on. He just touches on each of the topics and provides some information. It doesn't go into any depth, but it's had a huge impact with people leaving the church as of you know 2013, I think yeah. 2015. So yeah. did, did this affect your belief system as well, Tyler, or is that something you found out later? No, I didn't even know about it until like 27, 2016, 2017. Skyler's like oh, pre-CES letter. I'm like OG. Pretty amazing, yeah. <laughs> did, it, did, it, did it affect your beliefs at all? Are you asking Skyler or chasing Ashley. Sam? No, Ashley. I, I've never read it. Okay, okay, cool, cool. All oh, right, so... Okay, so that's cool. No, no I, like, I like that there's many different ways to to skin joseph smith so that's cool i i, I support <laughs> yeah. that well yeah that's the thing is i was looking for kind of a nice summarized option just here's some bullets to go and look at because when you start looking at the other side that was never told but is still historically accurate i mean you're you're as skylar mentioned your research can take you in almost an infinite number of ways to dive into that it almost becomes overwhelming. Absolutely. And so it's, you know, it's a piece by piece. And, and then as you start reading more, you start discovering patterns and origins and external influences at the time that were influencing revelations and behavior and, and, you know, whatever it may be. Um, you you start saying you start beginning to question like I'm not sure this is what I had always thought it was I don't I don't know if the origins and the claims that were being made are really what they are God. Yeah. yeah and so it's it's a uh, very overwhelming and I think all consuming in a way that your identity begins to alter and so it's kind of this paradigm shift and like who am I what have I been taught uh, it it begins to change and and, and it's almost uh, some people have have had very different experiences, and they're and they're coming out, I guess, of leaving the church. Um, but it's very very significant to an individual. Okay. Um, so, it, anything else you guys want to add to leaving the church as a couple uh, before we move on to the next topic? It's great. I'm just glad it all worked <laughs> out the way it did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have friends who are in these mixed faith relationships or it, divorced. Yeah, and they're headed towards yeah. divorce because it is in, yeah. unsustainable, yeah. and it it's is hurt. devastating. All for so this hurt. fraud that some guy mm-hmm. came. It's up not. With. It's but it's not, Skylar. I, I no 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 I no no. To, Don't tell I me it's not a fraud, disagree. Kelly. I will drive up there and I will whoop your ass on the recording. <laughs> you know what? I, I would love I to see you. you. Yeah, Alicia will oh, sort that as well. That shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not a fraud. I mean, even if, you know, it's the a, the it's belief a fraud. What do you mean? He he made it up, man. 
Are you That's done? A fraud. That is the definition right. of a fraud. Are you done? Are no, you done? I can go on for hours. Okay. Well, let me know when you're done, and I will retort. I'll give you a chance here. I'm gonna okay. drive up with him, and I'm gonna give you a big hug. Aww. <laughs> so, the reason I'm saying it's not a fraud is because even if the religion was, let's support the god of lollipops and Zaza Zuzuzan. Like, uh-huh. if there was people that agreed that Zaza Zuzuzan is a real place <laughs> and that it, it projected love. Uh, Kelly and, H. And, correction. And should... It's a Zizzerzaz from Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, those people defected from the Zuzu Zazazan, and uh, they are apostate and they can die in a fire. But in my religion, we all breed love and commitment and we pay our tithing and we, we build a strong community and we mean well and we try hard. And, you know, some people don't like lollipops, but they, some only, say, they only mean well for certain individuals. Right. If you're, sure, if you're sure. gay or whatever else, you're you are not loved and they you, uh, you can't pretend that they are. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying it's not biased. I mean, some people really like cake, but my religion's about lollipops, so fuck the cake lovers. But it's like, hey, God told me to hate you. You know, that's that's bullshit. You laugh, but that's not far. It's true. No, I don't. Okay, that's that's a good counter argument. No, I I appreciate that. That's that's well thought out. I I love your your pureness of heart. But I on it, like real talk. Maybe I'm just like fucked in the head because like. I could straight up just go back to Mormonism and it would be fine. Like I, I wouldn't be like super happy and it would be like a whole bunch of like eye rolling and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot Dude. of like, you know, it's fine. They mean well and they're trying hard and they're together and but that they're really white, but that's, I, I that's not all those things. Yeah. It's that's, just, he didn't tell the truth period. Right. And you can no, find yeah, that. I, such I, a, if I you're talking about that, you can find that. Condition sense of community anywhere that's not unique yeah. to the I, mean, I would say the true. Social... that's not true like other that's than re- other than religion where are you going to find that many people willing to move your shit on a saturday morning no. I'm I'm saying saying specific to free the babysitting. yeah or free let counseling me, with the bishop okay here, oh, here's here's yeah, uh, she's feeling well enough for a, a sentence give her give her a second okay. i'm gonna interject because basically anything can become a religion if you really think about it clubs anything so Science. you can you can find a sense of community within anything that you do cults always become a religion after enough time there you go magic the gathering that's and a religion money. yeah dungeons and dragons that's a religion Call absolutely <laughs> give it another hundred years i absolutely yeah. there you go there's your community <laughs> right there all right all right i support this okay okay right on so, um, next topic, I want to talk about President Joe Biden. Just kidding! <laughs> Just hey, kidding. Poor guy's going to be dead soon, so get your pictures. He's going to be up there right, with so, Betty White. I think yeah. the other, like, major elephant in the room is, like, I guess this is more, this is more for Skylar and Ashley. It's just how are your kids? How did it affect your kids? Like, is it weird? Because they're, like, many adults and... They have thinking parents with a conscience, and how did how did they handle all that? Um, Kyla has her mental health has gotten a lot better. I didn't know that she like suffered from such anxiety and like so much pressure she put on herself that was 
put on her from the church and young women's and things. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I had I no idea. I just thought she was an overachiever and I was so proud of her for like uh, being concerned about, you know, her prayers not being answered or finishing her young women's program. Like these, I, I thought were good things to be a part of and to keep your kids focused on what's important, what's true, but it really it wasn't it because it was cognitive dissonance for her at a young age. Yeah, just, that wouldn't add a lot of stress, especially now, like growing up with the internet and social media and judgy peoples and mm-hmm. a lot of obvious history that's out there that we didn't know of when we were kids. And so, yeah, the, the right. cognitive dissonance, that's definitely a great way to put it. Yeah. It's just crazy that young kids can have that now too, you know? I know. Yeah. And so we didn't really ever have the space or give her the space to, to question or to talk about concerns. And only when we started talking about it in front of our kids, like my own doubts and concerns, she started interjecting her own stories, her own concerns. It was really eye opening to be like, you're kidding. You so she was she was down from the beginning or did it take her a minute to adjust? Oh no, she was she was she was with us. She oh was, cool. Yeah. Well, and then one of the bishopric members came by and made her Miami president to save her. Like, okay, well, Skylar's gone. <laughs> now Ashley's a lost hope. We're going to keep the oldest coming to church. Like she's, a clown, dude. She's got to get a ride Those guys have no boundaries. And, and so how long did that last? And, and yeah, how, how stressful was that? Yeah, I think it made her really uncomfortable. And you say yes, but right? That's Mormons, dude. They, they don't know boundaries. They don't understand it. And they think that... They're doing well, they're trying. Yeah, thing. no, they're on like a, a path. There's a one, a, a linear path. Right. So you somehow save one member or strengthen them, which is so unhealthy. That <laughs> it's kind so of sad pressure. They live their life like that. But yeah. they got to sleep at night, too. So, I mean, it's predictable, at least. Right. So it didn't last very long. And she would go to the meetings and then go home. And they'd be like, well, Kyla, aren't you staying for church or going to the activities? And she was like, no. It's a scam. <laughs> no. So that 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 it took a lot of strength from her. That's really cool. Yeah, come to find out she's pretty freaking amazing. Uh well yeah, we knew that a long time ago, but <laughs> yeah. that's really cool. How about uh, Just your look other at her parents, guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And how how did your other two uh deal with it? Carson thought it was boring anyway. Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, the like the Adam and Eve story, so you're telling me God just poofed these people? Like, <laughs> he's got a more, more scientific mind too, and I think he just like thought it, none of it made any sense anyway. Noah's Ark, Tower of Babel. Like, why would God be okay with Tower of Babel but not okay with the space station? You know? Like, uh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's good thinking. Little did you know we were implanted here by the Anunnaki and. Adam and Eve were the first genetically enhanced monkeys that happened to be called him. So 
you know, get woke there, person. There anyway, and then, yeah, and how was Ember? Ember was fine with not going anymore. She's she was sad, sad, though, to not be with friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. She wanted to go yeah. and be accepted by friends. I think that's that- one that's one of the big leverages is this is a social network. That's Absolutely. really strong. It is 100% it, it, it's a social network. It's amazing. 100%. Yep. Yeah. And it Dude, how successful would the church be if it was all online? Yeah, not. Well, the, we did can, that. You can see that. Point. Yeah. <laughs> People will talk. So, is about there like how a the, how inspired President Nelson was to have at home studies? Mm-hmm. You know, pre COVID, but not anticipating the fact that that's just been a huge driver of folks actually leaving. Yeah. yeah. So is it so since COVID has there been a mass uh, leaving of the church? Yes. Oh, yeah. dude, it's been mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Really. People yeah. have found, I, I actually have a few friends that are bummed that church has restarted in person um, as, as moms, as wives, as spouses, they really have enjoyed the flexibility to teach their kids what they think is important yeah. and they believe in. And, and which deviates from the church. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this isn't well, even over then. Yeah. So they're still upset people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I, I never thought about that. Over the last couple of years is that the church hasn't been able to control the narrative that's been right. told for so long. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and they never, first when you yet. talk to true believing members and anybody that looks at us, like Skylar and Ashley, myself and Chris and Kelly, you know, whoever it is, their excuses are going to be, they wanted to sin. They wanted to, you know, whatever it was. They think like they're, they have a standard automated response. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of like right. whatever, well, right. well, whatever makes well, sense to them and their little nice box, it's black and white, but that's yeah. not the case at all. Anybody who has, because it's been so important to the individual, their entire lives, they closely examine this when they're questioning it. They are sincere seekers. And when those answers that come to light that are against what they've always been taught, the answer to those who are trying to define things in the little box are never, it's because it's not true. Those are never the answers. Mm-mm. <clears throat> All right. Well, in like a percentage of people leaving the church, would you say it's 50%? Would you say it's 1%? Is it just, is it, is it just people of talking more online or? How, how would, big is it? I think the general consensus. And so there's I think there's 16 million members on record. And that doesn't I'm not I don't care about the number in terms of total membership. I care about the activity rate and the right. estimates yeah, between the 25 yeah. and 30 percent. So if you're talking about a true church that has everything that glorifies god and you can become gods as such you're talking about four million people on the entire planet that have the truth mm-hmm. it it almost becomes kind of absurd well, so 25 to 35 percent activity rate yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> white and not gay right uh, yeah. yeah it becomes extremely niche yeah and honestly like when i learned what was it in the pearl of great price when they said in 1972 they allowed uh, black Blacks. people to get the priesthood. Yeah. I was like eight or nine, and I was like, ah, "Really? I thought yeah. this was like 
God well, knew all the things. Yeah. And then that, like, that just started the doubts, right? Yeah. Right. There yeah. From I the don't blame you. Wow. So for me, a lot of people can, you know, can get offended by church or have some sort of issue with doctrinal questions. For me, my story was more about, I need to see some sort of systemic problem, some sort of very repeatable pattern of behavior that starts from the top. Not, not these one-off stories that happen in stakes or even, you know, wards or whatever it may be. And you start looking at the history and every time there is a huge change or revelation provided in the church, it's always in response to external influences. Oh uh, yeah. That it's makes really amazing. actually. And what's also amazing is going on a mission and learn, like actually going out with an open mind. Cause you're like, I don't know shit. And then you have these yeah. discussions with all these neighbors and, and you know most people are pretty chill but they'll throw in one little nugget one little nugget and by the end of the day mm-hmm. you got five nuggets and over you know uh, a half a year you got a thousand nuggets and mm-hmm. uh that that really yeah that really fucks with it, your head man. it, it got heavy you. to bear yeah. mm-hmm. well, and well so i see like is... skylar said that like it 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 entrenches it entrenches your ego it entrenches your identity into that because you have to you have to a- admit like fault for you to leave yeah. the church because you were so entrenched on all the stuff and that you said you believed and now leaving it that makes you look like a liar absolutely yeah you know, and and then and then add the social pressure on top of that and it that that just gets wild yeah yeah Kelly yeah. I have a question for you since you were having concerns and you, your mind was blown what'd you say no i'm still or... straight don't don't worry about it it's fine no like if at eight or nine years old and you never really loved church and had a hard time with it for lots of reasons why did you go on a mission did you want it to be true or was that more of a, like a duty? This Yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was a lot of that. Cause wanted shelter. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was a mix too. Cause yeah, I got, I got kicked out and went to the boys ranch the first time. Then I was going right. to get kicked out, but they sent me there again. And I got my, they, I, I left in the junior year. And came back and I had like all senior year and where I was already graduated. So I was yeah. just working and then, yeah, I was, you know, potentially could get in trouble. But then I had this uh, relationship with Sydney and she was Mormon and we were going to try and make it work. And, you know, we always look forward to Sundays, not for the church, but just so, you know, we saw each other and mm-hmm. it was the right thing to do. And then I also had like it, just that sadistic curiosity of what a, is it like in the temple and uh, what? Oh. like, you know, dad, dad went on a mission and he said it was the greatest thing ever, you know? Okay. So I can keep Sydney. I can keep a roof over my head. I yeah. can see what the fuck is in the temple. Like, you know, why not? Like I'm a curious person. Let's just, let's just go for it. I mean, what, what am I going to do? Join the military? I can do that afterward. I'm not in a huge rush. Like yeah, college is not my before. thing. That was before they changed the mission age. So you have your whole senior year and then another year. Another year. No, uh-uh. no, no, uh-uh. cause I was, I was older for my class. No, oh, basically, 
basically they everyone graduated i actually went to prom even though i wasn't in school all year and that was actually a fun night but then um, (laughs) no details exclosed (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't like i wasn't like no i don't think i had sex that night so like don't think i was like that crazy or anything but it was still fun and you know and then that (laughs) was it july or whatever yeah i went it was fine okay 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 yeah, it wasn't like a huge delay or anything like that. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it was just morbid curiosity. And and I, I, I don't know. Like yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of, I didn't have yeah. any plans for my life. So I was just like, yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Why not? Let's see. Let's see where this goes. Nice. Something to do. But it was on your mission that you're like, and no. Yeah, well, I, you just, I, you saw, I was thinking breaking out of the community. I could see what was out there and mm. it was just the same psychosis everywhere like oh uh, i don't want to be a part of this this is weird i think you're mm. probably in the 99th percentile in terms of like discovering it leaving it before your mission or even intramission yeah. that's a pretty pretty rare story yeah mm-hmm. go kelly <clears throat> you were right all along man <laughs> right I don't, I don't see it now. See now the, okay. You want my two cents on all this shit? You yeah. smoke, you smoke DMT, you take mushrooms, you listen to Alan Watts and, and then, and we're still all going to die at the end of the day. Yes. And I believe we are going to judge ourselves on the end of the, uh, at the end of the day. And so it doesn't matter if you're Mormon or not i think it's did you bring love into the world and i think you can do that as a mormon i think you could do that yeah. as jehovah's witness sure. i think you could yeah. do totally. do that sure. anywhere yeah so yeah. looking you know back on it, it it's much ado about nothing but if you don't feel the love being mormon then you made the right choice to not be mormon yeah yeah i can agree with that for sure there's a lot of different avenues to deliver that same effect mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent I mean, I think that's one thing that's cool about humanity is there's seven, almost eight trillion people on the planet. And I think there's eight trillion different ways to live a life, basically. Yeah. Eight, eight, eight trillion correct ways to live a life. Billion, I think. Mm-hmm. I think you're off by a few orders of magnitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, billion. Yeah, like, that one. Take off a couple numbers there, you drunk yeah. asshole. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a lot, you know. But, you know, you okay. know, one person can live a thousand lives. So, you know, well, I'm, I'm still right. It's what fine. You just have to believe. Man, and nice. blessed are those who bring many souls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I could go for some reincarnation. How about you? Anyone, any guys uh, down for reincarnation? Could I you, would come back it? as a Chalupa from Taco Bell. <laughs> Dude, that would be rad. Yeah, Alicia's coming back as a cat so she can sleep a lot. And it, what about anyone else? Don't be a lady. Oh, wait, what'd you say? I like the dolphin idea. I want to be a mushroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mushroom. Groff shit. Yeah, that sounds like that. <laughs> I want to be a bird. <laughs> Ooh, bird. As a kid, but I wanted to come back as a squirrel. I think eagle, that'd be cool. Eagle, eagle. Climbing all the trees, eating nuts, you know, yeah. going on little squirrel adventures. You I little love it. Rod. I can see you as a Hey, I just, uh, well, Duncan Trussell is one of my favorite comedians. So, you know, sure. Why not? Why not? Okay. How uh, how are you guys raising your kids now uh, without religion? Love. 
Total. Or, or is there religion, just not Mormon religion? Yes. Um, no for us, yeah. Or spirituality. Let's let's start with yeah, Chase and Chris Ann. Why don't you why don't oh, you yeah. go first? What's your approach on all that? So for me, like I, I had just like this dark hole in me, feeling like I needed a community, well, especially even, even during your journey. Correct? Yeah, during I was like, like even in Mormonism. No. No. Okay. No. Um, I think I just felt like I couldn't give that up, the community part. And, sure. Yeah. It's a big no, right? Live, I, like, that's a huge we live deal. In Nashville, we don't live by family. You know, we kind of know our neighbors. I was like, I need, I need somewhere um, that like Audrey has friends and I have friends and things like that. So we just joined the church just up the street from us. And for me, like, and so I've seen like lesbian, a lesbian couple with their family, with their kids and And women baptizing women. Yeah. We've seen women baptizing women. We've seen women giving, giving, um, talks and they, um, so it's a local church and non-denominational, non-denominational Christian. There's six campuses here, but they, um, are really good at collaborating with the other churches mm-hmm. around. So we've had like oh, a Baptist okay. preacher come in. So I just like that. Like, it's is that just, like a Church of Nations or something? It's called Cross Point. Yeah, called Cross Point. It's just a Tennessee church. So is it like CrossFit? So you have to go in yes. and tell everyone about it. Yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah, we <laughs> we post often about how much weight we lost and what our heart rate got to that day. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, are you vegan yet, bro? No. No. Too hard. We live in Tennessee. <laughs> okay, Barbecue. okay. That, that's cool. Yeah. Is it just like a one hour a week kind of deal? Oh yeah, uh, it's only one no, hour. Two hours when you, there's like a external, like we, we signed up for a young families group. And so. So we have we like get together togethers. Like so it's two hours. And then week. I do like a mom's group and they have free childcare and food. So I'm like, this oh, is wow. Sweet. So in terms yeah. of commitment, it's a, it's far less. But yeah, in terms we of have community and yeah. good principles. I think being taught that we'd, we'd like to share with Audrey still are still there. I think it's just been eye opening for us because we've learned of the term called legalism, which is taking something at its core and adding to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just very focused on its core and you compare that to kind of Mormonism it's so much more than just it's, the core it's about works it's yeah. more work based than grace and so it, it, I think it's a very different approach yeah. um, our experience I, I think people have different experiences geographically where they're placed I think Utah is probably a harder one to come out of there's so much more social pressure and, and different elements to deal with so i think skylar and ashley's story is one that's much more intense and challenging and i think we distance has been a huge benefactor is it any surprise that skylar and ashley's is more intense just because skylar is just more of an intense (laughs) person is that is that is that a coincidence well i think well i i don't know if it's uh, (laughs) i don't know if it's personality based or if it's just the fact that skylar has had almost a decade worth of just building mm-hmm. and not being able to express it and share it. Yep. And in addition to kind of geographic pressures, um, whether it's family and friends that are nearby, 
but it's just been I guess my take, I'm, I'm only expressing this now. I've never really thought about it, but the first thought that comes to mind is it's just been in the works for a long time. As Chris Ann and I, it was like, I've got questions. Okay, well, let's explore this. And then we talked about it openly almost immediately. Um, oh, wow. We didn't, have, cool. we didn't, we didn't kind of have this, this years of building um, where I think it's, it's now just coming out for Skylar. So Skylar had religious blue balls, I, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that. I don't know if that's. I don't know if. That's, <laughs> you can, Skylar. You can verify, but I, oh I guess that's God. how I'm thinking about it now. Since that question has been proposed. Yeah, no, I've thought about it a lot. I think, uh, like, it fundamentally altered my who I was. Like, it, I became so uncomfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. So this is just me oh, that's crazy. back on the years. I, I became so unhappy with myself and frustrated by my with myself that I I think I took it out on other people. Like I was unhappy for so long. I don't know, man. I think I, I obviously I don't I wasn't there, but we would play Call of Duty a good two, three times a week back then. Yeah. And uh, here's you're doing pretty strong. I mean, you 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 sounded strong, like you were you are still, you know, doing all your job stuff, all the family stuff, like everything was all the, the, the check marks were always, or the boxes were always getting checked. Like it was, you well, were, you, you were, don't, you were doing it. Like I know it was I, like you were doing I, some I mental gymnastics. I think that's a representation of Skylar's character. The <laughs> fact that he couldn't share anything with Ashley or, or prohibited himself from sharing anything with Ashley for like eight years, I think speaks to his ability to be patient. Well, and he wasn't he wasn't and, talking shit about the Mormon church. Like he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't negative. You know, it was all just kind of stay level headed. Like it wasn't like a oh people that aren't Mormon, let's dump, you know, I need a I need like a release. Like it was it was really surprisingly like steady, well well even thought. Yeah. Like, you know, I was impressed. But yeah. he was dying inside. Yeah, I'm right. Like I said, I think it, it fundamentally altered me. I still I still deal with it. I think just how I viewed myself was not not a good not a good thing. Well, and um for us and our kids, we've talked a lot about authenticity. And so his to live authentically now and um accepting our kids as they are instead of like mm-hmm. well you're doing all of these mormon things to be happy to be accepted to you know get blessings whatever that's not there anymore what's unfortunate is we are completely surrounded and immersed in it everyone we talk to work with teach live by is in the club right i hated that part about utah (laughs) i just it was so clicky and i'm oh sorry i have a question for you skylar yeah so you've talked a lot about your inner turmoil that you've been dealing with and stuff and of course i say it over and over again i have i'm a huge advocate for mental health and everything so have you done anything to possibly go that route have you talked to a therapist because I mean I know dealing with my therapist she said that um, religious trauma is like one of the number one traumas that is the most difficult to deal with and to put behind you 
Yeah. yeah Ashley's told me many times that I should go see somebody because sometimes I'll, I'll just get so angry at the, mm-hmm. the church. Like I just, I flare up and I, I have dreams about killing the prophet with my bare hands. Oh my God. <laughs> like, just I don't know why, but like that doesn't like phase me that you've said that because no. I, I think that that's, that's honestly, that's your inner voice telling you something. And that's right. something that you haven't healed from. Yeah. Right. So yep. Maybe she is, you know, maybe Ashley does have a point. Oh, um, I know. She's read books and I'm like, I'm like the poster child of the books. Like, I, oh. I, I, well, I want to know, I, I don't know if I've met your parents, but I want to know like the nature of uh, your parents' behavior and mentality. And also like, how is your relationship with your parents? If you mind uh, speaking yeah. on that. I mean, it's a lot better now. When I first told him it, like I didn't talk to him multiple times for six months. Like they, they were just so disgusted by me and so disappointed. You know, they don't, they don't care that I'm a, they didn't care that I was a, you know, provider, uh, educated, you know, all these things that I thought were doing was, was great. They didn't care about any of that. They were so disgusted by me and so humiliated. Disappointed. They told me they were just, they were just disappointed and humiliated by me. Yeah. They said some things that I will never forget, but sure, of course not. They're your parents, but 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 now you know I think it's a lot better. They're they're dealing with it the way they you know the way they should. So it's been well, a been a rough few years though for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, uh, I felt bad for you when I heard about some of the things your parents were doing a couple was it Thanksgivings ago or Christmases ago or yeah. one of the holidays, just like birthdays, Christ. Yeah. yeah. And it was like I, I think the I think the main driver of it wasn't even you. It was like, what about the kids? Right. Yeah. What are they, what are they doing? Like and that's just them and that's where they backed off. I'm like, do you ever want to have a relationship with your grandchildren? Because it's it's not gonna happen if you keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Very I mean, tough. and that that alone is gonna take years to heal. Well, because not only are you dealing with that, I'm sorry, but in my opinion, that's abuse coming from your parents. So not oh, only are you dealing with that, but, but then your own children too. Organization. Sorry, what was that? I'm just saying that, that that abuse, you know, it's it definitely is their fault, but it really comes from the organization itself. That's what they're taught to do. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's deeply ingrained in them just as much as it was in each of you. Yep. You know. Wow. Anyway. No, it's it's a lot. So no um it, has your relationship fundamentally changed or do you feel like you're kind of back at the same level of communication frequency and all that? Um, I think that my sister kind of, kind of her, her having left early on years ago. Oh, she left before you. Yeah, absolutely. She did. Oh, wow. That's cool. She was never, I mean, she's kind of like you, Kelly. She was never really into it. You know, she really had her concerns and kind of like, cool. Um, (laughs) you guys (laughs) remind me a lot of each other. Um, but anyway, her, her and my mom going through that turmoil, I think. 
it almost made it a little a bit easier for me, even though it was still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, I don't think it'll ever be the same. I don't think it'll, I used to be their golden boy, you know, I used to be like, I don't know. They were just so proud of me with, with all those things. You baptized like 7,000 Mexicans, of course. So- <laughs> <laughs> Whoever is listening to this, I think it, there's an important caveat to note here that, yes, that a lot of this stuff sucks. And sometimes decisions that are made are tough on family members. Um, regardless, though, the, re- the decision that has been made by the children is not a reflection the parents right ability yeah, that's that was the big thing they, and i think that's important to know here because they're i think there are parents who and it, it, it's my parents it's skylar's parents whoever it is they're evaluating where did i go wrong what could right. i have done more and yeah, that that's is what they were taught right super ineffective and well they what they their, their first error was that they didn't stop the internet from happening right that, <laughs> that, that was the first, the first major error like, yeah. it's so and, it, and it, it's, 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 like, it's just uh, not a reflection of them by any means. We yeah. had unbelievably good childhoods and right. unbelievably spoiled. Yep. We, were, we were spoiled. We had great upbringings. So this is not a reflection of them as it but, is our feelings towards the claims that were made in right. the oh, so-called yeah. church. Yeah. But what's amazing is how the church, like, it bounces off of them. Any responsibility, any negative reflection, it's not them. No. It could never be them. Right. It's members. It's the, the it's a bishop. It's the parents. It's you. It's me. Yeah. 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 I can see. What? Yeah. Totally. So, and that's why I want to kill people with my bare hands, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and I love how they say, you know, like, it's not, it's the people aren't perfect, but the churches and yeah. no it's actually the opposite like right. i we're still friends with many mormon people in our community and love them mm-hmm. and they've accepted us still and it's not them we did not leave because of them you know right there's something i heard yeah. the other day and this probably applies to a myriad of items the things that are good about the church should be the salt in your life not the meal there's a lot of good that I think can be pulled from, I guess, whatever organization or community that you're involved with. But when it becomes the all consuming thing where you're basing your entire worth around identity around, I think it becomes toxic. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's how we're taught. (laughs) Yes. You're you're saying Michael Jordan led a toxic lifestyle. (laughs) No, he bought diamond rings too. (laughs) <laughs> well i mean he, i'm just saying michael jordan he was he lived a completely biased life he was 100 committed to only basketball mm-hmm. no, that's not true he played golf and, and baseball. bourbon, and bourbon. <laughs> yeah wrong. yeah yeah and he liked to gamble all right all right, all right. He, was, he was an underwear model so right you're so far off there. all right well, you know i'm just gonna excuse myself <laughs> but all right going going back to Right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Going back to parents, uh, Chrisanne, um, how are your parental units uh, handling all this? <laughs> they have been amazing. And I and I knew they would be because they've always been that way. Um, they I mean, I was I was conceived out of wedlock. And so oh, like, I didn't it know. was like, they've always kind of had the outsider view. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. They've always had the outsider view of the church, you know, because they, 
they're they're very compassionate about people who make mistakes because they're like we were there you know cool Um, cool and so when I told my family they were like yeah like that's totally fine and 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 they they know my heart and they know my reasons you know they I express to them like you know I don't like the blacks in the priesthood I don't like the polygamy and they're like yeah like we totally get that and um and my dad has come out to me and said you know I years ago I had to separate God from church because Ah. I, still, I still believe in God, but I mm-hmm. do not believe in this church because he's, he's cool. had just as many problems like because we grew up. He had several friends who were like lesbian and gay and mm-hmm. um, we have Native Americans in our family. So like we, we grew up in a in a diverse culture as as diverse as you can get in Utah. Right. Sure. Um, yeah. So so he pretty much just goes for my mom <laughs> and he's like very careful he's a primary teacher he's really? very careful he's very saying. careful about what he says you know he's not yeah like, see i die that, that that i rest my case there see i could go back and just roll my eyes do the morrow and stuff you know it's fine it's yeah. it's not a terrible life but so it's I hard like, on you it's it really is hard right, on you. for sure yeah but he, right, he, he he's, he's made his choices he made his bed and he's comfortable with Right. I'm just saying it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. I'm sure love to leave. But like I said, they already had the outsider view to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad's but like I... not good at fitting in. Like he wears like band t-shirts and Star Wars <laughs> ties and like, you nice. know, he's never been that like he wears like Converse. To Converse. Church. He's <laughs> going on a skateboard. Oh, I love it. That's and so they have, cool. They have the pride flag in their yard. They have a black, oh, black lives. So they're they're definitely the liberal. Oh, I uh, love it. Progressive people in Spanish work, Utah. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. One comment to my bishop one time, and he, in the next week, the stake president was in my Sunday school class, sitting there. For what? What did you say? I, I said, you know, I have a hard time with some of this stuff with church history. Yeah. I don't. Be- I don't know. I, I struggle with believing it all. And the next week, literally, the stake president was in my class. Oh my gosh! Of sixteen cool. kids, babysitting, sitting there, making wow. sure, sending a message to me, basically that I better fall into line. Wow. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's actually wow. kind of crazy. That is, yeah, yeah that's next level. Any sort of contradictory thing is brought up is quickly addressed with either hush hush or you're shut down or removed North- or whatever it is and then 10 years later that thinks that same thought is accepted whatever the years may be what is it called yesterday's narrative yesterday's oh gosh i don't remember yesterday some something along the lines of like yesterday's apostate doctrine is is today's accepted doctrine or something right like that. it is absolutely yeah. Well, and that's that is not true just for religion. That's true for yeah, science. Yeah. That's true for you know oh, even like com- competitive. Yeah, like all this COVID crap going on, or even like you can go to like I think it's just a, a mental thing because you like there's like video game strategies that are doubted upon until they're proven right in a tournament, and then everyone accepts it automatically. You know, or the oh, NFL. When you have a baby. Yeah. When you have a yeah. baby, like. When I had Aaliyah, the same, you know, the same rules when I had Aaliyah changed when I had Millie, like those kind of things. Like, 
oh, what is the thing? It's like, first it's ridiculed, then it's hated, and and then it's accepted like it's always and been. And that's, that's when you're talking about, I think, general global terms, that can be accepted. But when you're talking about something as truthful and as inspired and as, you know, progressive thinking as the LDS church, you would think that all of that is being addressed by your leaders early on. But a lot of it you'll find is so much, so much of it is reactive in today's environment than it. Well, but but look at, look at the, look at the foundation of the church, Chase. It is based on a religion that was created, uh, what, over 200 years ago or whatever, whatever, 150 years ago, whatever it was like, they're stuck in the past. And so yeah. they have to be as conservative as possible, just yeah. naturally. Yeah, like sure. they don't, they don't, there's not, there's not a lot of movement going on. It's not like the, the prophets adding shit every day, you know, maybe he should, but that's not what they're doing. Yeah. No, they're not. I, I just have a problem with, um, if they change the policy, it's like, at least apologize to the people that were hurt. Instead of just being like, oh, guess what? God gave me a revelation and we're changing, you know? Right. Yeah. but the, I think there's just too much ego have, involved. But yeah, yeah then they would have to admit that they're wrong. And I know, you know right. exactly. That's exactly. With religion and politics, that never happened. Exactly. You got it. So, I don't know. That's what this getting older stuff is all about. It's just understanding the human psychosis and how it applies to organizations. Because it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Any country you go to, it's the same shit, whether it's religious or not. But it's not just psychology based; it's also sociology based. It's it's so many things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, the what is it? The angry mob mentality. Uh, I personally, in my opinion, I haven't really. I mean, I didn't grow up. I'm the one that hasn't grown up Mormon. Out of all of you. I grew up Baptist. I had a very different um, upbringing by two older ladies, my grandma and my nana, and very liberal feminist women, strong women. And uh, I had a lot of great experiences with church as well, but I, I'm, I didn't experience half of what you did. But all religion to me, I mean... I shouldn't say all religion, but all organized religion to me is just cultish. It's just a cult (laughs) to me. Right. Um, And that's just coming from an outside perspective. So I don't know. Yeah. If it's not money driven, it's power driven. If it's not power driven, it's sexually driven on some of those. Well, there's always a documentary. Mm-hmm. Well, with cults, there's always a, a very strong, prominent leader. There's always money involved. There's usually... Well, God, I was always concerned about his sex life, too, is the weird thing. Yeah, there you go. Sex <laughs> yeah. is always involved. So, I mean... <laughs> and fear. Fear is the number one thing when, that comes with it. sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, amazed, I'm amazed at how non-segregated church and state is in utah oh, it's yeah. amazing it's insane karsten's utah history lessons were about joseph smith and his business. Oh, right. Wait. Right. No way. he wasn't even in utah dead. yeah it wasn't oh even in my gosh in utah That's yeah crazy. well I, did i send you guys that article that showed how the church 
uh, or I guess Utah, the Utah government was claiming benefits provided to indigent yeah. and poor and people of the need oh, yeah. by benefactors of donations made from the LDS church. Yeah, no. they do it. The state yeah. does. They've been doing it for years. Yeah. I mean, that, if that's not a good example of non-church versus state segregation, separation. Well, I mean, if you got it flaunt it, I guess they have the power. So whatever. It still doesn't make it right, though. I wonder how long they'll, they'll keep that foothold in Utah. It's it's dwindling. I think the narrative is becoming stronger. And, and, and that's the thing is we are viewed as apostates, as outsiders, as people who were deceived. But my question is, what is untruthful about history? Yeah, right. Or, or, or ongoing current events. It's hard. Right. It's all, I mean, we're probably looked at as idiots. I can only imagine what discussions are based and talked around around us type of individuals um, been in, we've been in those rooms we've been in there i've heard them yeah. for, we've all heard them yeah we know mm-hmm. they. and they're not 100 percent wrong either like they their conversations are based on truth well they're not but the tears being sifted out of the out of the wheat we are definitely not the tears if anything we are the, the truth seekers we are the ones who are willing to be in have the integrity to stand up this not right i i understand that you know we i I i've been through all the details in the church but what i'm trying to say is that um that if you're not part of something you know if you don't stand for something you you can fall for anything kind of thing and so if you just quit it with nothing else to latch on to like you've lost a lot of your power and maybe that's old school thinking but it's still kind of true Everybody else that stays just because it's easy are the ones that are not standing for something. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. poor statement. You you can't make that claim. Well, like, that's an addictive mentality. Like what or your value or your worthiness. Yeah. Fundamentally. But you're you're claiming to behave a certain way. You're claiming to be part of a society that you want to help grow. You know, like there's uh, logistical facts about being part of a church that has nothing to do with belief that, well, that you're giving up. I mean, Kelly, you're my, you said something about leaving one thing and lashing onto another. That's an addictive mentality. That's not, that's like saying, Oh, well, I'm going to be super religious. And then now I'm just going to be completely atheist, like falling back onto something. Like, why can't you just fall back onto your own, like well okay i guess you're right i guess it depends on how well you plan it but in my mind i'm thinking of a little kid with his arms crossed going fuck it you know you're not gonna (laughs) do anything it's dumb it's all dumb like that actually doesn't help you know did you say that in deacon's quorum (laughs) (laughs) probably i mean there was a what my verbal things compared to my mental things when i was in church were staggering (laughs) yeah so i don't know hmm. <laughs> interesting yeah it is interesting i'm glad we had this conversation what else do you guys want to add to this well i i'm curious with Alicia growing religious did you did you are you said you had good experiences so did you see yourself if you, you know, had kids continuing that, those beliefs and going to church? So when I grew up in the Baptist church, um, it was mostly out of the fact that 
so I, my parents were addicts. And so, um, that was like my escape was church. Yeah. Some were safe or felt safe. Yeah. That was my safe place. I had families that, um, like I had a best friend and I would go to youth group and stuff when I went to church camp and it was, it was good experience for me. But then like when my mom got sober and her and my stepdad moved to, um, Colfax from California, like they became really involved in the church as well. And it was all good and fine up until I was in junior high and my parents got divorced Mm-hmm. And the minute that they got divorced, they shunned my brother and myself and my mother. Yeah, that was a wild story. And basically, like, we, <laughs> we, all these friends, all these people that I had known for years didn't want to have anything to do with me. They weren't allowed to talk to me. They weren't allowed to play with me. Because your parents got divorced? Because my parents got divorced. Oh. And so and I had a very, have. what yeah. was that? I was gonna say what what say did you have in that? That no, no yeah. trip your own. You're heavily impacted by this. Right, right, exactly. So um I had a very sour taste in my mouth when it came to religion at a at you know, junior high age, at a younger mm-hmm. age. So I had some great experiences, but it ultimately ended in a very bad experience. And I I mentioned my grandma, my great grandma, because they um they grew up Catholic, but they had also both left their church, their churches. And they always just taught me to live by the golden rule, like teach people or treat people as you want to be treated kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of how I live my life now. Mm-hmm. And kind of how I try and teach my kids. Like, I don't yeah. feel that I have any ties to any, um, organized religion but i i do think that i'm still spiritual and i do try and teach our kids like all the information for mm-hmm. everything yeah and yeah you know, for yourself it's yeah. kind of crazy the relationship that we have with our kids compared to the relationship oh, i had gosh. with my parents like yeah. <laughs> holy moly I would avoid parental contact as much as possible, lock myself in the room, play video games, mm-hmm. you know, ask questions to my friends. Yeah, what, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And now these, my, these kids, they're asking everything. We're having conversations about homosexuality and sex and drugs and wow. things we see on Very TV different. and YouTube and memes and jokes. And they're watching me play video games and they want to go to Walmart with me and yeah. like, it's it's almost a 180 on the relationship yeah. I have with my parents. It's freaking crazy. I guess I, we never talked about the relationship we have with our parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about uh, Chris Anna and Skyler talked about the, his or their parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys want to touch on that at all. Oh, with your parents? Yeah. I think you have a pretty. I think we have a great relationship with our parents. Yeah, I think um, for us. It's it's been a little bit touch and go kind of it, it's still probably new. Mm-hmm. And Very so it's, it's still kind of a, a dynamic molding type of thing, but we still keep in touch. Um, I think the sediment that I shared with mom and dad is that, hey, here's the decision we've made. This is by no means a reflection of you. We love you guys. We love the way you raised us. This is the way we're going to go. 
Um, that said, I, I think it's still a very difficult uh, reality to accept. And the, uh, the last thing I want it to be is some form of a wedge between us. Cause I, it's, it's dumb that I, 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 I've seen religion become a wedge between families where it's, you're all in or you're all out. We don't want anything in between. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think it's still molding. Um, but I, I don't see it as a device to have it come between us. I think that's a good point, Chase, how you're saying a wedge, like, and how things are not black and white, they're fluid. Yeah, because, I mean, there was a, definitely a wedge topic for me a long, long time ago. Oh, yeah. And now over time, and I was, I mean, I was kind of done with the parental units to begin with after the whole quitting the mission and the shining well, and society. And Alicia brought me back in, and then, and then over time, it's kind of just been chill like i mean, I mean there's Utah still, boys parents, there's still a generational there. gap but yeah. you know it, i think it's i think it's fine like over time i think it's fine yeah i would almost think that the utah boys ranch would have been kind of the ultimate trigger yeah you know, the, yeah it was the, maybe it not was. the ultimate but the initial it um, yeah, that's, no. when i hear your stories about that that's um <laughs> uh, that's pretty traumatizing for sure have you yeah. had for that kelly have i had what counseling no he has not and that is something that we are working on mm -hmm. because it still affects him to this day yeah yeah i yeah i have no residual effects nothing negative yeah so right. i've channeled yeah. all my energy <laughs> properly that's what i tell myself too my penis is whole and intact. That's definitely not <laughs> And it's, it's still the two inches I was bored with. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I did not focus my energy on drugs or pornography. And uh, I just want to say that I donate to the local YMCA and uh, everything's great. <laughs> how about how about you, Ashley? How is uh, the how would you say that the relationship with uh, uh, the parental units are? I don't know. It's different for sure. I think I miss it feeling more open. I don't know if it feels like there's something that they is never like the elephant in the room isn't <laughs> about. But when we were talking about church and why we were leaving, it just it was talking in circles and arguments and really exhausting. So I, and I've never talked about it with dad that I can remember. Mom's been definitely the one to broach the topic and ask questions. And I don't know. So it's. So it's still ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's no resolution in sight though. No. When, when did you think, because um, you, Alicia, you've been there with me through all that crap, basically. Yeah. When do you think we kind of buried the hatchet and kind of resolved? Because even when we were married and had Aaliyah, there was still some of that oh, Mormon tension. Your, going mom, on. your mom said many times she wanted us all in white in the temple at one point. Right. And, right. And I just kind of, I would just laugh it off because. Right. That, I mean, I didn't even grow up in that. And to be honest, like being an outsider, just 
I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, it sounds I would like never... crazy talk. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this it's is insane. Does. But no, she like, loves her kids. It's not crazy. No, but like to an I, outsider, I could not find myself participating in in that religion because it just sounded insane to me. Oh, sure, sure. You know, but I think we finally. I don't know that we ever really buried the hatchet, but I think we finally put our foot down after. We did have a couple. We like, had a, upfront conversations. Yeah, about because it. they would send the missionaries to our house, and that one time, oh. we had a we had a situation. <laughs> oh, I where... shouldn't be laughing at this, but I'm a little bit drunk, so okay. <laughs> well, we had a situation at one of our apartments where it was the sister missionaries and the elders and. The sister missionaries were rude to me, and I slammed the door in their face. And after that, I think Kelly talked to your parents because I was really upset yeah. about it. Yeah. I was really upset because I'm just like those judgy sisters. Well, I'm like, how hypocritical <laughs> do you have to be? You come to my door and you're trying to tell me all these things. And I'm a new mother. I don't have time for your bullshit. And you're gonna laugh in my face? Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> and and. And Netflix is enforcing their views upon you, but the Mormons, it's okay to enforce mm-hmm. their views upon uh, you. I just... It circles back to boundaries. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and those conversations are hard. They're really hard. And yeah. I, I think for me, I've probably been more uh, upfront about it, although maybe more bold, but not overbearing to use some scripture. Um, hey, well, you lost your Amazon account, buddy, so... <laughs> damn it i'm still bitter about that (laughs) (laughs) no um and and yeah those conversations are tough but i think they begin or kind of the the initial step towards this bearing the hatchet that you've mentioned yeah yeah exactly i mean it really it was really i think that was the last time and then kelly had to contact a couple I think you had to contact our local, yeah, the bishop, yeah. the local bishop, and you're like, uh, at least three or four times. Oh wow! Yeah, I never went through what Skyler did. He like went through Salt Lake City and went we broke through like have. a firewall and bribed mm-hmm. some nun. To had to hack into some government but account. I'm no longer on those records, dude. So it was worth it. Hey, yeah. we, we should I don't have, have the energy for that. We should have gone that route because probably the first five years of our marriage, it was it was kind of hell for me. Wow. Anyway. I don't know. It I, was. I, I'm looking at it differently, but then again, I just didn't care that much. I guess because it's like whatever. So, what, but what it bothered poor Alicia because it bothered me. But it it was I'm new like, to you, Alicia. It was very new to me, and I was the but one. But she dated me for four years before yes. we got married. So yeah, but nobody but knew you were getting married. They didn't come around until we were married, and yeah. it was mostly when you were not there. Oh. And yeah. so I'm the one dealing with it, and that was very upsetting to me. Sure. Because it was it. It would have been different if that had been discussed with me. Maybe if. If it well, I didn't had, know they were going to send missionaries. No, but if they had come to me and asked my permission and said, hey, do you mind if I, you know, put your name in here and have these people come talk to you? It would have been different as opposed to just sending them to my house. And I have no idea yeah, what the un- hell is going on. Sure. So that's, that's what, what I did for two years. 
and I'm, well, it was a I great experience, but there were things I would have changed now that, now that I have a different well, Absolutely. I mean, shit, maybe going back on it now, maybe I'd stay for all two years. I'm like, hey, I'm in Georgia. Let's get some food. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read a book? No? All right, let's talk about the the Bulldogs or the... Yeah. There's Atlanta a great hole-in-the-wall taco place downtown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard they got Confederate flags on their seats. Like, it's fine. It'll be yeah. great. I, I think one thing we've taken away from this is it. the world is not black and white. Now, no. I think there are still generally correct things and generally wrong things, um, but you do not need a specific religion to tell you that they have it all to be able to live those generally correct things yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean and i think a lot of people realize that rich or poor you know maybe not dealing with a religion but dealing with third world country you know issues or health issues or whatever and our our topic for whatever reason is religion and I mean, I guess we should just be grateful for that, that we get a bicker about the ideal way to live a life instead of finding food on the table yeah. or mom yeah. had yeah. cancer. That's a, or... that's a very different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I've, we're sitting here in a heated home on a yeah. couch. It's running I water. Think, yeah, running water. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's... Uh, like there you know are, Mormon are church that that Mormon you know they I don't get to drink coke but I can drink seven up um, and monster you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah or you know and and you can just in any facet of life yeah the Mormon church has a hold on some part of it but you can still participate in most of that you know first world white culture so it's you know yeah you're not living uh a full life, but you're still, you know, I think any poor person in China or Mexico or any third world country would love to be Mormon and rich and wealthy and have to deal with what sister Margaret says on Sunday at second hour, you know, like, well, and, and, and this may be something that Ashley and Skyler disagree on, but you know, if, if somebody finds that sort of relief that makes it work for them through the Mormon church, that's fine. Yeah, Go for it. yeah. You need to be you. And, and, yep. and as we've discussed previously, there's a lot of different ways to live. I don't know if I like the word your truth or the phrase your truth, but you know, whatever is, is working for you in that moment. I mean, and if you're, if you've improved your progress from where you ever were previously, then go for it. Yeah. For us, for us, that progress no longer involved the mormon church the one thing i I looked up to mom and i guess dad too because he would do the talks as the bishop you know and he was a leader and stuff like that but for some reason it was mom with her always planning those talks for uh relief society or whatever or uh was it gospel doctrine or whatever and she would just get into the nitty-gritty details and all the adults uh loved you know her teaching class because she was sociable funny but then she was also smart and she could bring up you know, added little nuggets of, of truth or, or, you know, philosophy of thought, you know, on, on a scripture that everyone's read over a thousand times, but mm-hmm. she brought in something new and it's like, Oh, you know, that's something I could do. That would be something that that would be fun to do because it was a, uh, it was a, it was a mix of social and academics, like 
uh, achievement or whatever. And I always yeah. thought that was cool. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I had to give that up, you know, with the whole just weird person belief. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think there's good things, you know, within the, the religion, you know, it's not. All yeah, bad. I, I agree. Yeah. I Something I have enjoyed, though, being outside of religion and Mormonism is learning so many more things instead of spending my time reading the book of mormon over and over again yeah. or planning primary lessons or family home evenings or i am branching out with my podcasts with my books and yeah. that information has has always been there i didn't value it's it free dopamine <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, this is, I, I told this joke earlier, but this is why ex Mormons are happier because it's like restarting a whole life and exploring a whole new world of information. Yeah. So yeah, true. Really true it's like Dorothy out of Kansas. Like yeah. I'm in looking. I'm seeing in Technicolor now. This is great. Yeah. And, like and, and so to totally counteract that, true uh, believing Mormons will say. All of that stuff that they're learning now is complete garbage or falsehoods yeah. or incorrect. Okay, when really, but, uh, this is that's stuff that just thing. exists. I don't know. I got to say, I'm kind of like envious and a little bit jealous of you guys because like, you At know, you're going to do it too. Well, no, I've already experienced all this <laughs> shit because I've been living my life for a long, long time. I mean, I remember having my first beer. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. we're just experiencing coffee ago. this year. Right? I mean, come and on. Alcohol. You guys are experiencing, like, some really, like, profound things for you. But for me, I'm like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> like I wish I could feel that again. I, I, like, even, like, listening to you guys swear, it's like it's still not second nature yet. Damn like, it, it's, shit, it's, it's adorable. Bitch, motherfucker, damn it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Jake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ashley, if you had to hear that, those are harsh words. Dude, Ashley has more in the last year than she has in her whole life, though, I will say. Oh, dude. Dude, I'm flying over and I'm flying over. You said the S word one day? I say shiz. I still think it's funnier. <laughs> he to still master. can't say it. <laughs> hey, Scott, did you did you share that uh, voice message I shared with you the other week? Uh, I didn't hear anything. The one where I was in traffic. Oh, oh I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you no, were I that. I told him about it. <laughs> I was busting up, dude. My Mormon ears would bleed. Yeah, she'd be. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that was straight Sons of Perdition talk right there. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. guess what, boys? We're all three. Also, actually, all of us, Sons of Perdition. Yeah, we're going to Outer but Darkness the girls are now. Fun. Yeah, but the no, you're going fun. too. You'll become daughters. Sorry. Really? Is that such a thing? Do they have daughters? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they never talk about you guys anyway. I'm sorry. I know. That's true. Hey, I've never <laughs> said Jesus is a bad guy. You know, that, that's where I'm hedging my bets. He was a good guy. Jesus was cool. That's because females, females are inferior. Didn't you know that? Well, they're not inferior. They're just supposed to stay in the kitchen and yeah, no. shut up. <laughs> Why do you need a driver's license to get between the kitchen and the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's God. another thing I can't. That, that's a whole another topic you could talk about in the morning. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I I would probably get really angry because yeah. I just I can't handle the that. politics inside the church. Ooh, the, and the, that was another thing that proved that the Mormon Church was bullshit. Was because when I left the church, it was under like stupid reasons. They're like, okay, well you can you know repent and there's a track back to you to like, you know, go back and finish the last year and your year and a half of your mission. Uh-huh. But the gossip spread oh. like wildfire, it's like brutal. unbelievable. Yeah. It was like the juicy nugget of the month. And Dude. like everyone in the state of Washington knew about it before I'd even stepped on that airplane. It was yeah. wild. Kelly, uh, when I hear your stories and what you experience, I just I feel bad for you because that must have been incredibly challenging I to face as a 18, 19 year old. The social yeah. pressures, the parental pressures. Mm. I mean, that is just amazing. And luckily, you're already a hard ass, so you can just blow things off as is. But like that would mm-hmm. I mean, you you talk about the women equality in the state of Utah and the suicide rates in Utah, they are in the top wow. five, if not top number one, because mm-hmm. of the pressures that are received from the Mormon Whoa. church. How, How is that not proof positive that, that something that, is wrong? Uh, that yeah. has not changed. I just watched the Godmakers today. That was the statistic back in the early 80s. Yep. Wow. And that wow. has not changed today. Highest depression, so highest suicide, highest plastic surgery. It's amazing. I would wow, say. that's unbelievable. How is this not discussed? This should be, I mean, it, it probably will be discussed because mental health is such a huge issue now well, that that is only going to get <laughs> proliferated, proliferated, proliferated until everyone knows about it and it, it will be stopped. It, I mean, it might take a decade, but I think this downfall of the, of the Utah government with the Mormon infiltration, I think that is coming to an end. I, I think it's uh, happening. I think it's in process. Yeah, I, I mean, think the yeah, narrative, it's going to take a decade, uh, but. The narrative that has been controlled for 200 years, maybe 190, 180 is is beginning to change. And so you'll find that there's a very consistent pattern of the LDS church becoming very much softer on things that were very black or white before uh, and the acceptance of things that have never been accepted before. It's changing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll take it'll take a long time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Someone and, was, and, was that you, Chrisanne, saying something? Oh, I just said they're bleeding members, so they yeah. have to soften it, or people are just going to keep leaving. Interesting. Yeah. And for the record, I never considered suicide through all that childhood shit. I like, was... but I was going to say, you, as hard ass as you are, you were very, very, very angry for many years. Yeah. Well, yeah, and 9-11 didn't help at all no, with the whole didn't. Alex Jones shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't, and I don't honestly know how you did it without therapy or how you've gotten this far without that. <laughs> so 2022, we are I'm all starting a church called after therapy. Kelly H. Yeah, I mean, Kelly H yeah, method. you're right, you're right. Probably mushrooms. No, mushrooms changed a lot. <laughs> that, that the the greatest trip that I ever had was my first trip. It was uh, it was ba- it was the middle of the night, and we walked through the woods, and like I could see this mesh that was interconnecting all the branches to my body, and we walked to this lake, and we dove in this lake, and it was bioluminescent. So anywhere where it splashed, the the 
the it like lit up like yellows and reds and blues and greens. It was the most beautiful thing. I was tripping my balls off, and then we came back singing <laughs> the Beatles, "Let It Be," and it, it was absolutely life transformational. Like it was just, just people are dumb. Let it be. Like it was. It it, it entered in to my mind, into my heart, and it became part of me, and it still is part of me to this day. That's awesome. I yeah, am ready to have you tell me a story and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, and I can talk um, like right Need you to do some what is the ASMR? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell no, me just listen to Alan, Alan Watts, Lester dude. Alan Watts Kelly. is great for sleeping. Wow. Yeah, Alan so. Watts and Terrence McKenna. I think philosophers <laughs> have helped a lot as well. Yeah, because I'm still like I'm still searching. I'm still looking. Like I'm still curious. No, I think that's not... a very valuable characteristic to have. Thing that Audrey has throughout her her lifetime is just curiosity, curiosity. and she's very curious now. But she's also too. So, <laughs> but well, just well, just being curious. <clears throat> I hear stories about Kelly being very curious at a young age, and like I yeah. would say that a lot of our children possess that same. I mean, just you were just talking about your mom and her curiosity and, you know, how she goes gung ho with her information. And I think that's a quality that all of you children Very and admirable. your children yeah. also possess. Absolutely. Yeah, we were, we were blessed with great genes for sure. Mom and dad did us right for sure. 100%. And the you amount know, of sacrifices a- that dad made to to help us live the life that we live just i mean i don't think he's been thanked enough he may never be thanked enough oh, man. Oh, we yeah. need to throw a huge retirement party for him we really do that yeah, that's a great idea Chase. like 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 all in we all fly in yep bring Rachel. the booze because they're going to be a part of that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah right no that's a great idea but we we should go all in because dad is just yep. an incredible individual i mean yeah yeah talk about inner strength i mean oh, that, yeah. you don't get you don't get much stronger than that farmer boy oh gosh i remember yeah. the, the baloney story <laughs> just that story alone remember i don't know the baloney story Oh, oh he, he, uh, he could only afford uh, bread you know, and bologna in college. Oh, well, I thought that was the one where he like said, hey, there's a family in need that needs, you know, X, Y, and Z from the grocery store. So he went to the grocery store, gathered those items, and the family in need was himself. Yep. <laughs> and, oh, and that was that's real, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was, yeah. a, that was a pivotal moment in yep. his life of like, I am never going to come close to this needy circumstances ever again for myself or for my mm-hmm. family. Yep. And yeah. that drove him. That drove him through years of, I mean, I I have experienced very, very small amounts of what hospital administrators go through and um, he's plowed through it. Yeah, yeah. I just found that to be like inspirational and admirable of him. He, was, he just, it was a driving force for who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, he's good, dude. Dad, we love you. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is a new year for us in Nashville in one minute. So oh, all right. let's, keep, let's keep let's keep talking here. I mean, I I think this is great. I mean, I know all of us were just kind this of 
like therapy. Yeah, chilling, chilling at home tonight. We thought we'd all just kind of chat, and this has been great. This is really fun. Yeah. All right. Anyone? Anything else you want to add on the whole Mormonism topic? I think there's a lot of different directions you could go, but yeah, we've definitely covered a, a good, I think, core of it. Yeah, this will probably okay. be very offensive to anybody who listens to it, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we had some good laughs in there at the same time. Yeah, we, t- yeah, yeah, we had some good laughs. Oh my god, Chase is so drunk. We need I've, to put him no, to bed. I'm not. I've only had nine ounces. Of <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> nine <laughs> ounces of water. No. <laughs> That's tonight. I'm offended by that. It's whole milk, you douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, um, that that movie recommendation, Chase, that you had, uh, don't look up. Don't I watched that up. the other day. Yeah. I, I think I think that's the movie of the year. To be honest, maybe not like all the it. criticisms or whatever, but just as far as like a message for the world, yeah. I yeah. think that that's the number one movie it of the year. Great. I would so it's a Netflix original, which if you're calling that a movie of the year, it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was yeah, very well thought out. I think the message could apply to a myriad of political, social types of issues. Um Do you think it was a parody on COVID or do you think it was just a parody on how stupid society is? Chris I, my and my personal take was that it was a point at COVID. Because yeah, it was so, it was so obvious in terms of here's all this really good data that supports vaccinations, and here's all these individuals who are not looking up at the asteroid. But the asteroid is all of this myriad of data supporting how good the vaccine is. And by the end, the time they all look up, it's all too late. So, I I think you could t- look at it a couple different ways, but that was the way that I took it. I so you, think it was, you think the movie was pro vaccine? Yes, because scientists predicted it. They knew what was coming. They said, this is what's going to help in the meantime. And yeah, yeah, I'm not very political individual myself. I don't really keep up with all of it because it's probably I know it's exhausting. Um, But yeah, it could probably be pointed at the previous administration uh, in consideration to the ongoing pandemic. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I think it was definitely uh, a little bit of a jab to the previous administration as well. Yeah. It was, it was a good movie. Skylar and Ashley, you've got Netflix. I'd highly recommend yeah. it. It's a yeah. good two and it's actually two and a half hours. So it's a, it's a little bit of a time, but um, okay. I think you'd highly, re- I think you'd uh, really enjoy it. I want to see it. And, and it's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. So it's good. Yeah. Even if you take out the COVID part of it or the asteroid part of it, just how the instant judge of media ratings and social networks sure. and yeah. thoughts and psychosis and all the, the how the, the control of information and yeah, it's, it was dark and depressing but funny at the same time. Yeah. It's not about the information, it's about by next election. Yeah. How yeah. About that? And when the incentive change, I'll then provide the information that helps me look better. Huh? Yeah. 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 It was good. What about, uh, what about you, uh, Ashley and Scott? What was your best movie of the year? <clears throat> oh gosh. 
uh, I don't know, Skylar's talking to the kids right now. I, I think I need to sign out so we can can go hang out with our kids for the next hour before the countdown. Oh, what? we missed New Year's. It's 12.03. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. <laughs> Gotta get <laughs> Best we movie just- of the year. Uh, I just watched Sing 2 with Ember and I loved it. How about that? <laughs> Oh, okay, no, that's cool. I like that. Right on. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna sign out as well. I gotta go feed the kids. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Oh, All yeah, right. Well. I love you guys. Thanks. So All right. Much Happy New Year. Us. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Good. Good fun, guys. Yep. See you later. Happy New Year. We'll talk again soon. Happy New oh, Year. Cool, cool. Can Bye. We get on Xbox if you will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I gotta make sure the house is still. Uh, that and uh kids aren't dead and yeah i'll probably pop on here in a little bit okay i'm i feel then, uh, since I'm since we're doing this here I, I i'm gonna say it takes two is game of the year man just because it's such a unique game you've never played a game like that you have to have two people it's you know it's it's semi-puzzle but it's also action and every level it's a brand new game it's a new you don't do the same thing over and over with bigger numbers or whatever it's just totally different every and it takes communication and skill and it's but it, but it's not punishing if you mess up it's just fun i want you to know that i've provided many credible reviews to the uh gamer world and between the three games that i've played this year this one has been provided the most adrenaline so yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, between it's cool. Halo Apex and it takes two. It takes two wins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those are credible, credible things. So <laughs> it'd probably be pretty fun to play her soon. So just text me when you're on, and uh, I'll jump on. Yeah, I'll get to, I'll get prime drunk chase. So that'll be fun. I'm not drunk, dude. I'm just oh. I'm, I'm I'm in a good happy medium right now. Chase, yeah, that's that's the best. That's the best medium. Yes. Okay. Cool. See you soon. Right Bye. All right. You guys have a good one. Happy New Year. Nice to talk to you, Christian. Bye. Nice to talk to you, too. Oh, it was fun. Hope we can do this again. Thank you. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. See you. See you. Later. All right. Share. We'll, we'll even edit out this part. I believe in Joseph Smith. <laughs> I know his church is true. <laughs> you sound like you sound like an eight-year-old lady. I read the tropical guide. I understood the importance of doing the work. Amen. <laughs> all right, are we? Are we all? Are we all checked in? Checked in. Yep. Roger that. I am here. Okay, everyone. I would just like to say thank you for convening today. We have gathered here today for a marriage. <laughs> and in marriage, we take everything very seriously. 